Have either of you seen the new Reese Witherspoon movie? No. What What is it? Um, Home Again. Oh. The Nancy Myers movie. It's her daughter. Her daughter. Um, like, Nancy Myers produced it or something, and her daughter wrote it and maybe directed it. Oh. And so, yeah, there's been some talk about, oh, like, this movie only got made because she's Nancy Myers' daughter, which... It looks that, good. Yeah, yeah, but, like, of course. Like, that's, that's how happens. Hollywood and <laughs> life work. Like, right. <laughs> um, but... I thought it was cute. Yeah. And they're not making cute movies anymore. No, we need one. Well, if you yeah. want to see another cute movie, you should go see Mother with Jennifer <laughs> Lawrence. No. No? Nope. No? Okay. <laughs> Maybe no. not. No, because that movie doesn't have cute guys. Oh, three yeah. cute guys. This movie had three cute guys. Plus okay. an attractive old man. Older man. Mm. I'm not going to call Martin Sheen old. Oh. Not Martin Sheen. Martin. You know, Michael Sheen. Michael Sheen. Sheen. Martin. Is he cute? I think he's got something about him, but when I just look at him before he opens his mouth, he's not cute. You're right. I think it's just his British accent. Oh. <laughs> but the, the cute guy I'd never seen before. One of them has been in a John Green movie, mm. book to yeah. movie adaptation. Paper? No. Yep. Yeah. Paper Towns. Paper Towns, maybe? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the model girl. Yeah. Cara Delevingne. I do not yeah. understand her. I don't get, I don't get it. Cara is overrated. Sorry about it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Um, but that, the cute guy, he and Reese Witherspoon had good chemistry, I thought. Mm. Even in the preview. Yeah. I googled him immediately. <laughs> yeah, he's really cute. And he's okay. not really been in a lot. He hasn't been in anything that I know and of. And his movie look is so different from his IMDb look. Oh, I'm going to have to Google uh, You guys, I, I am sold. <laughs> I am sold already. Like, he's got <laughs> the cutest dimples. Yeah. Sorry, Sean. Dimple? That Rishi. <laughs> oh! Perfect! <laughs> episode 137 of From the Front Porch, a collection of conversations on books, small business, and life in the South. I'm Annie Jones, owner of The Bookshelf, a beautiful independent bookstore in downtown Thomasville, Georgia, and I am here with Hunter and Emily for volume nine of Love It or Loathe It. Yippee! Woohoo! So, Hunter, tell us a little bit about yourself um, for new listeners. Well, I'm... Oh, all of the above. <laughs> I'm, every, uh, I'm everything and I'm nothing. Um, that's all I can say about me. It's your Emmy's acceptance. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I draw, I read, um, and I and I cry in the bathtub while putting on makeup. And Emily? <laughs> How do I follow? <laughs> I'm Emily, owner of Your Maker, a tiny, beautiful store in downtown Thomasville. I'm pretty sure I messed the intro up. I'm pretty sure it's beautiful downtown Thomasville, Georgia, but I'm running on fumes today, and so I describe my store as beautiful, and I, I think it <laughs> Even is, better. so it's yeah. fine. <laughs> um, so we are here for Love It or Loathe It, where we all read the same book, and then we talk about whether we loved it or hated it. Uh, so this month's book is When Dimple Met Rishi, um, which was voted on by our listeners, which I think is a fun new thing that we have added. Um, so, Hunter, why don't you tell us what the book was about? Give us a brief synopsis. Okay. Um, Dimple is a girl who wants to go to college, and she's interested in this um, insomnia con. It's this, like, kind of techie kind of um, place where you can go do stuff and basically she doesn't know it but she's been she's there's an arranged marriage thing happening with her and this guy Rishi and that's basically it that's 
the premise. Yeah, she's off, she's headed to what is it, San Francisco State for this yes. this competition. Yes. But when she gets there, Rishi is there. <laughs> Rishi introduces him to her as her um, future husband. Yeah, her future husband. Yeah. Um, Emily, what'd you think? Give us your thoughts. I had high hopes for it when I read the first ten pages. I got it, and I was excited because we were doing Young Adult, which is That's right. my wheelhouse. Yeah. I thought, I have thoughts about it now that I've read. This is, you know, I'm getting outside of the way I started Young Adult. Yeah. And I'm realizing maybe it's not Young Adult general that I like, but it's a very small part That's of it. That's so interesting because I think I'm going to have reverse thoughts of you. So this is, I don't, well, I don't read a ton of YA, but I do read... Some. I probably read one young adult book a month or so, every, every month or so. Um, but I just came off two duds that I will not name here um, that were young adult books that I just, I won't call them duds because I think other people will like them. I did not love them. And I started to think, oh no, young adult. Maybe that's just not my thing. But I think the problem is young adult is such a, it's such a much bigger genre than we talk about it's unfair it's like fiction yes exactly and so I think I unfairly said oh maybe I just don't like YA Mm -hmm. but no I think I do like YA but I think I just like romantic comedy YA (laughs) (laughs) um because the previous two uh young adult books I read I did not really love um were they sci-fi or fantasy no. Because that's what I like. Okay. <laughs> no. Discovered. They were, like, realistic. One was supposed to be kind of a thriller, but I think they probably took some liberties from 13 Reasons Why a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then the other one, I think, was supposed to be kind of like when Dimple Met Rishi, less romantic comedy, but trying to introduce some diversity into young adult literature. So mm-hmm. the main character is this Iranian um, kid. And I liked the protagonist, but I did not like the storyline mm-hmm. at all. I just It was not my favorite. So, I read this and I came at it low expectations, mm-hmm. I think, off of those things. Hunter, what's your experience with the book? Well, I read the first ten pages and I was not excited, like, at the beginning, which... And this isn't your genre. It's not. It's not. <laughs> no. And I was... And I also... There's no death. Like, you know, and that's the problem. No one died. No one was abused. It's horrible. <laughs> no. Um, let me just go ahead and say, though, I'm reading a book called The Blondes by Emily Schultz, I believe, and I... I'm loving that, and I also saw Mother um, by Jen- with Jennifer Lawrence recently, and, and that's been on my mind. So I was a little bit distracted already going into this. So unfair, like judgment to this book. I, it's part of my reading rhythm is kind of off with this. But um, as I got into it, I liked it more, but I just haven't been compelled to finish it. Okay, oh. so you didn't finish this. So one. I didn't finish it. <laughs> He's oh. so ashamed. He's hiding behind pillows. I finished Ooh. it in one day. I finished it in one sitting. I laid on this couch yesterday and didn't even get up. I just read the whole thing. I like. I started it and I read like eighty pages worth, and then I started googling about the movie Mother, and then I went back after two hours and started reading again, and then I started googling Mother again. Do you think? Okay, so YA isn't your typical thing. No, it's Do not. you think you would have liked this or finished it if you had read something else before? If I, okay, if I wasn't reading a book that I was really loving before I started this, I would like this more because this is a, I think this is a good YA book. Um, I don't, I like rom-coms, um, and I, I think this is a cute, them. yeah. I, think it's, <laughs> I it's, just love them so Like, much. it's cute, like, they're, it's a very cute book. I don't think it's, like, I think it's, like, it's it's a good book, um, but if I had to, like, select, like, a certain, 
like subgenre of YA, it would be dramedy. Okay. Um, very like looking for Alaska, um, Eleanor and Park. I'll give you the sun kind of things. I wonder if you would have liked the book that I didn't like. That no. I just, no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> because that's kind of the category that one young adult book would fall under. I have uh, to say, when I was reading it, I was like, I feel bad for Hunter right now. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to like it. I thought you were going to be powering through. I'm disappointed you didn't. <laughs> I know! I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You didn't I'm finish Free Stabbing, so oh, that's word. it. I literally said, I was like, I'm pulling an Emily. I'm just not going <laughs> to <laughs> Um, okay, Emily, this is your typical genre, but it yes. sounds like you have ambivalent-ish feelings about So, this. okay. I'm dumb. I don't read the, I read the title, but I don't really think about the title. Mm-hmm. But it, so I got the book and I was excited because we're doing YA and I read the first 10 pages and I was like, oh, this girl's going to be interesting. Yeah. She has a lot of drive and she wants to be a programmer. This is going to be a really cool story. And then as soon as Rishi is introduced, it is only about Dimple and Rishi and it's very little about the programming part which whatever that that is what it is but I was let down by that because I thought it just I thought that would give it a lot more depth than interest but it's only about their relationship mm-hmm. which I do like a good relationship I in a book especially a young adult because the emotions are so heightened yes. and, uh, and yeah. real yes. you know honest <laughs> and fresh and um so I like that but um, I felt like there was only one, I felt like she only cared about Rishi writing this. Mm-hmm. He was such a good character. His voice was clear and unique and he was interesting. He had interesting thoughts and it was like everyone else was just so she could showcase Rich, Rishi. The Rishi. author. Yes. Yes. Sorry. He was so, he was such a strong character mm-hmm. and I felt that way about Dimple. Um, of course I'm the opposite. I guess like I went in. I loved Dimple's character because that's who we're introduced first. And I loved, I like a story, I feel like Jordan and I have watched a lot of immigrant stories. We went and saw, what was that movie that came out earlier this summer? Um, The Big Sick, where um, there's, and Jordan and I like, um, oh, what, what is Aziz Ansari's show? Master Master of None. Um, and I've watched some documentaries about, like, immigration stories and, like, mm-hmm. these people who really struggle with the culture of their parents and then the culture they've found in America. And so I liked that we were kind of getting that with Dimple, where her mother clearly had certain expectations for her, and then she had very different expectations for herself. Like Emily, I really liked that she felt like she had her own interests, her own things powering her. I feel like we need more examples in literature of girls who like science and math, not just girls who read, um, mm-hmm. even though, of course, I love a girl who reads. But... Um, a girl who's interested in the more sciencey parts of things. And so I really liked her character, but when Rishi shows up, he is so funny and yeah, so yeah. quirky and so well-rounded mm. and such a well-developed character that it does wind up overshadowing Dimple a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that, you know, I don't want to do spoilers here, but I really did like what was going on in Dimple's head of, I want to be a young woman who is smart and pursues my dreams, but I also like this guy, and the world tells me I can't have both. Mm-hmm. And I liked going ahead and having that discussion. The, the conflict didn't last too long. Yes. Like, she was, I thought, oh no, half of this book is going to be her, conflicted, and it wasn't. Right. And I re- I appreciated I that. I did too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I say, um, I did not feel like her character was original. I felt like I was reading... 
the same family situation as Bend It Like Beckham. Oh, it's been so long since and I've seen that. I love I that movie. That. Um, <laughs> but, but, so I felt that, and then she also, all of her thoughts were every stereotype of a YA girl, how the guy smells, feeling his heartbeat, he emit, emits heat, his eyes are honey colored. Okay. I mean, it was stereotype. So, ex- stereotype. I'm glad you mentioned this because something I thought the entire time I was reading this was, I liked that it, because you know, um, there was like this, I read this article one time about um, all of these remakes fe- um, of like movies featuring like an entirely like, um, like black cast or like an entirely whatever, like just non-white cast of these movies and everyone's like, well, is that okay or not? Because, you know, like, and everyone's kind of mad about it, but it was, what everyone was saying was, it's good to have representation of the same stories just with different people because, like, we're all the same kind of, you know, all that kind of stuff, whatever. And something that I think is interesting about this is that it is a story that's been played out a lot in different ways, but it is with people who aren't white, which is... Unfortunately rare. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I like, I think that maybe the purpose was to have this be really similar to a lot of other stories and just say, hey, like, either, everyone mm-hmm. identifies with everybody kind of thing. Like, we're all the same. Like, I don't know. And I like that it didn't turn into, like, a she's all that situation mm-hmm. where, yes, like, and I thought Dimple, was like, was going to take off her glasses and straighten her hair <laughs> yeah. and all of a sudden be hot or something. Listen. So I did appreciate that, that it was not that at all. She doesn't sacrifice. That is one thing I really did like about her character. She doesn't sacrifice that. Um, there might be other sacrifices she may or may not make but i i think she very much stays who she is throughout the novel um which maybe, i appreciated maybe that's the problem because i love she's all that <laughs> <laughs> like, i mean look it's a is it a cute movie i don't know if it would hold up now i'm not sure um but i i wound up really loving it and i don't know if it's that i had just come off of a couple books that i didn't really enjoy i also this summer read Almost Sisters by Jocelyn Jackson, and one of the characters in that book is a graphic novel writer, artist, Mm -hmm. and so I really am liking these characters who are outside what I typically read about. Mm -hmm. I don't typically read books about people who go off to cons, or people who, like, Rishi loves comics, and Mm -hmm. that is a foreign world to me, and so I have appreciated, like, dipping my toe into these very different worlds that I am used to. So I did like that as well. Um, I will say that although I think that um, Rishi is a very, like, good character, the whole thing about, like, my family expects this of me, felt I felt like Freddie Prince Jr. was coming at me with, no, Dad, I don't want to go to that school. Like, that is exactly <laughs> how I felt because whenever he's talking about, like, because Rishi, spoiler-ish, he likes art and um, his family wants him to do... Wants him to go to MIT. Go to MIT. And... I feel, I do feel like that is something that all men seem to deal with. Like, like these boys are like, they're like, well, my dad wants me, to, my family wants me to do this, but I want to be an artist or I want to be like a musician. And I think that, I do think that story has been told, but I think that story has been told because that story really happens. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, I feel like I knew yeah. guys in college where they graduated with degrees in one thing, even though they hated it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was even, my brother's a teacher and there was a lot of pushback, not from my parents, thank goodness, but right. like people he knew who were like, oh, you're never going to make any money. Mm-hmm. Um, because I do think we still live in a world with pretty traditional views of what men and women should do. Yeah. And so a man should be making enough money to provide. And I kind of liked, like, if we take Dimple and Rishi's story into adulthood, I kind of liked the fact that she's probably going to be the breadwinner of this family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I liked that, like, she clearly is the brains. Mm-hmm. I appreciated that for once it was a guy pursuing a girl instead of a girl pursuing a guy. Mm-hmm. Like, he's the one who shows up 
to try to meet her. He's the one who requests her on his partnership application. Like, mm-hmm. it did feel like, okay, that is a little different than I yeah. think the stories. I don't know about the stories being written now, but certainly different from the stories being written when I was a teenager. Yeah. Um, so I did appreciate that, that, like, he was actually filling the role that I feel like a lot of times girls fill mm-hmm. in literature. Well, if you like that, <laughs> you should read my all-time number one favorite young adult book. Okay. It's the um, Shatter Me series. Oh, Rebecca loved those. I know. <laughs> I told you to read it, Hunter. Look at Hunter's no, face. No, but... I own them. You do? I've never read You've them. You've never read them. But I own them. But, I ha- but it is like... It is that the girl, same thing where the guy's pursuing the girl and she has this identity and she's very strong, but it is the best written young adult. She gets better, stronger. The, the secondary characters are unique, which is rare in young mm-hmm. adult. They have, you want to hear more from them. Mm-hmm. It's so good. I did think the secondary characters in this book were Useless. stereotypes. <laughs> yeah, yes. Like I don't remember the best friend's name, but I don't know why Celia. she was there. Oh, I did like Celia. Yeah. And I liked that Celia wasn't white. Yeah. yeah. Um, I kept picturing her as blonde. Oh, yeah. I Because she was Hispanic, right? Yeah. Yes. So I, I did like Celia, but the um, Aberzombies... Uh, Although, okay, here's what I kept toying with. Because at first I was like, gosh, these poor kids are completely stereotyped. But as somebody who went to private school, mm-hmm. those kids exist. Like yeah. we can't just predict. I, I but absolutely do they exist in the programming competitive world. Like it was very weird that they knew each other. The only thing I thought was in later when we're pre- when we learned that one of them, their dad, bought the building. Yeah. I was like, uh-huh. okay, like that makes sense. Because at first, you you're right. They don't feel like they belong there. But I did. There's a scene where they all go out to dinner, and Rishi does wind up paying for dinner, oh. which I just uh, thought was that weird. was. Cute. No, <laughs> I thought that was like, really cute. When, when he does that, I literally started like, t- like I, I didn't, I'm not a super mushy person about this kind of stuff, but when he like goes and he like, he does it in a way where he's like, don't tell anyone that I did this. Because he cause... doesn't want to embarrass her. Yes. And I literally was like a little bit teary eyed because I was like, oh my gosh, like the fact that you would go to the point of like paying for everyone's stuff privately just so this girl that you are interested in, but not trying to push yourself on. Right. Like. Just so she'll be able to eat food, like, without feeling, being worried about spending too much money, because she can't afford it. Yeah. That was, like, such an extremely sweet thing. I did like that. And I I think there's a part of me, of course, that wonders about the real, realistic aspects of this yeah. novel. But I did decide, well, we're told over and over again, he is not your typical 18-year-old. Like, he has mm-hmm. an old soul or whatever. Like, he's out to please his parents. I loved the introduction of his younger brother, um, even though I thought the plot line with the younger brother and Celia felt a little out of the blue. Yeah. Um, but I but I did like his character because that gave us more of a look at Rishi, too, mm-hmm. which I do think we never got from Dimple as mm-hmm. much. Like, we never saw her in relationship with really anybody but Celia and her mom. Um, and her mom just isn't there much of the novel, mm-hmm. so we don't get all the facets of Dimple that I think we did of Rishi. Did you like the cover? It didn't match, but I did like it. I think it... I like the cover. Yeah, I... I think it makes it hard to sell. Yeah. Oh, to a to a non-YA reader. No, I agree. I think that if you read YA, you'll like it. Because I think it is, like, it has, it's a good draw well, it's to Well, eye-catching. Like, yes. It's different. It is eye-catching. I, if I was 17, I would buy it. But I feel like I would have trouble selling it to my college age or yeah. older. Like, the adults who read YA... It looked know. like an Instagram post. I mean, it yeah. It did. I liked the fact that... I liked... 
I like the spine. I think the spine is pretty. I think the co the color that orange. There's a. I was gonna like say that. Well, the book without the cover on is beautiful. Yeah, I, mean, I think the script such a is really weird pretty. Thing to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry orange. for you. If it's you guys, so pretty. yeah, if you guys can't see it, go Google it right you now. Buy while it you're, from bookshelf.com. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. That's perfect. Um, but yeah, I okay. Yeah, the cover is fine. I think that okay. Not gonna like. This is probably gonna sound awful, but I just thought when I saw the cover, I was like, she's so pretty. Like, I wish she was just a little bit more like undone. No, I did think that. Right? I did. Want... Yeah, she didn't match the description. The no. description. I wanted her frizzy hair. Yeah. yeah. I wanted her glasses. Her glasses. Well, we on, only the, on the back. See... Oh. On the back is. Yeah. Yeah. On the back. Which at first I thought the um, it might be the author because the back mm -hmm. cover yes. is a picture, which I did think was funny. Um, yeah. And I, I don't know. I guess. I guess I'm learning that if I read young adult literature, I do want it to be the romantic comedy. Mm -hmm. Because the other young adult book I have read and loved this year was Windfall, mm -hmm. which was also... And I don't think it ever kind of went into the area of cheese, but like yeah. it was definitely... Wait, a topic of cheese or like cheesy? Cheesy. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, Although it would be great. <laughs> Let's write a young adult novel about cheese. I feel like we could make it happen. Well, you could fix Ratatouille, right? Like... Oh, I loved Ratatouille. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I, I really think I learned about myself that maybe the aspect of young adult that I really like is a typical romance. Like, maybe that's mm -hmm. what I like. They're great for that. Yeah. yeah. Just a side note, this is actually um, a self-discovery podcast this episode. <laughs> We're all learning about ourselves and what Books our Books make you do that. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. totally make you reevaluate. <laughs> so, Emily, I feel like you came at this as a young adult fan, but what did you learn about yourself? What I learned about myself? What did you learn about your taste in young adult? Because you said you yeah. feel like you learned something. I got into young adult, don't hate me, from Twilight. Okay. <laughs> no hate. Yeah. Well, I'd had a kid and I was, or I got pregnant and I was, my friend had been trying to get me to read it for like two years and I could not concentrate on anything. Before that I read biographies mm -hmm. and so I could not focus and I'm, and I, so I asked for suggestions and she's like, read Twilight and then, I mean, it sucks you in. It's like yeah. the mm -hmm. young adults of young adult mm -hmm. and, and then I did all the nor like Hunger Games, Divergent. Right. And then everything that I've kind of was pursuing on my own ends up didn't realize was sci-fi fantasy mm -hmm. which doesn't I'm not interested in trying adult mm -hmm. I think I like the young adult because um it puts the kids in adult situations things that can't be real at all mm -hmm. apocalyptic stuff mm -hmm. yeah. and so it's okay for them to not act like teenagers mm -hmm. and then so it kind of gives you the young about young adults written for adults kind of feel, where I think is a big division in young adult. Yeah. And then you have the young adult, it's about young adults written for young people, so it's not really polished mm -hmm. or complex. Where I feel like this was on the line. Yeah, I was telling Hunter before we started recording that I still think this is a book, like, I could easily recommend to my book club. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not, there's not a whole lot of depth, of conversation, but I think Hunter has a point. Like, we don't get to read romances about non-white people very yeah. often. Yeah. Um, and I really loved that I was completely invested in their story, um, even though they don't look like me. And mm -hmm. I think that's important, and we don't get a ton of that in literature, period. Um, and I think there's a real movement in YA to try to make that happen, and I think YA is doing a better job of that than regular literature. Mm -hmm. I don't know why that is, but... I, th I like, um, oh, 
just lost my thought. I'm sorry. Well, while you're getting your thought, <laughs> let me tell you about, like, it's really funny because this is, I feel like this year has been the most diverse year, like, as far as, like, like books, like, so many books have come out that were about all different types of people, and it's really funny because I've read a lot of books that were about people from the same culture as Dimple and Rishi, and there were a couple of, like, really tiny things that I could tell had been tweaked for, like, the YA, mm. like, kind of brand, and I remember thinking, mm, in, the, in these, like, three or four um, literary fiction books I read, it was a little bit different, but <laughs> it's okay. Um, You're a snob. I am a snob. <laughs> that is the biggest part. Like, literally, I was like, I was like, I don't see anything I would highlight in here. Ooh, like, bang! Yeah. Like, I'm so rude. And, it's, and it is a cute book. Like, I hate that I didn't finish it, because, like, I, I think that this is a book that I will probably want to come back to during, like, a slow time when I need something to, like, kind of... Well, and it might be all about when you picked it up. I mean, I oh, don't yeah. know that you would have ever fallen in love with it, because it's right. not your typical thing. Mm -hmm. But again, I feel like I literally sat on my couch yesterday and just read the whole thing. I thought it was so lovely. Mm -hmm. um, and I was so glad to have read it. But I wonder if that was because I came off to subpar books. And also because I really, I do love a funny, romantic, smart, romantic <laughs> comedy. I was reading it next to Brady, who was reading his book. And I started cracking up. I don't remember what it was at. And he was like, oh. That's funny. And it was <laughs> such a fun... I mean, it was dumb because they explained it and he just courtesy laughed. Right. He's like, I don't understand. <laughs> but it was just fun moment with him where yeah. I'm reading and laughing and he has to know what it's about. Yeah. I can't show him because it's not Captain Underpants comic or something. <laughs> but see, I love that. And I really do... Like, while reading it... Um, you guys talked about, some, one of you talked about, like, the cheesiness of, like, his honey-colored eyes or whatever. I was completely sucked in. I was like, oh, these love scenes are so touching. Like, yeah. like I, I thought, thought it was cute. I just yeah. thought it was so sweet. Then and you can read any young adult movie. <laughs> it's the same exact phrasing. I just thought it was so sweet. But, yeah, it might be because that's unusual. Like, that's not my typical genre. So I found myself completely... I think Charmed Edward's eyes it. were like amber. They yeah, were amber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's the thing. I think that that's like, I had mixed feelings because I'm so, so glad that there was a YA book that was like written to be more inclusive. Mm -hmm. um, and I have mixed feelings because I, I, I like that it's, it's just showing like, hey, these are two teenage, like, you know, if, if like a, if somebody who was like just really ignorant to like, not like an ignorant person, like, but someone who's just like, not, not really, I guess, accepting of the idea of somebody not like them. Like, you think about, like, really small town, small towns in the South specifically where it's mostly white people. Yeah. You know, if somebody gets this book and they're reading it and they're maybe a little bit prejudiced, it'll, it'll it's something that I feel like would maybe open them up and be like, oh my gosh, like, I feel like I'm reading about myself kind of thing. Yes, and I think, so the bigger our worlds become, mm -hmm. the more we realize, like, I even think, well, I watched the Emmys last night and just how important they, um, I think Sterling K. Brown won and he talked about how important it was for him mm -hmm. as a kid to be able to see a black man winning an Emmy or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I read this book and my friends are adopting a little girl from India. And I thought like, ha like, I think now that I know people like that, I mm -hmm. think, Oh, it would be important for them to see uh, a love story or a smart girl go to college. Like it would be important, just like it's important to see women in stories as a woman. I think it's important to see people of different colors. Um, I don't know, have have stories and be mm -hmm. and be the main character instead of. So often, I feel like they're relegated to like the quirky, funny side yes. character. Yeah. Um, okay, 
So let's go down the line. Tell me if you loved it or loathed it. And I guess also or. <laughs> Hunter? Uh, like, the more I talk about it, I like, I, I didn't finish it, so I don't feel like I had the right to claim love. But, um, like, I'm between, like, love and or because, like, I didn't hate it. And I, di I didn't loathe it. And it's, like, not quite or. It's between, like, love and or. Whoa. A point five or something. Yeah, like four point five. Listen, love is a spectrum. I know. <laughs> no, but I, I, listening to your thoughts on it, I feel like those are like when someone's like, "Oh, bless her heart." Mm -hmm. That's how it feels. Like you're talking about this. Book. Yeah, like you really probably don't love it. Yeah, I, I don't love it. I don't love it. But like, it is or. Like it's or. Okay. Okay. Emily. I don't believe you, honey. <laughs> He's trying to be diplomatic. I just think you hate it. I don't hate it's it, I swear. Miss. Okay. I read this the day after stressing out about Irma. <laughs> which I think it helped me, like, I just want to escape in it. Yes. I thought it was cute. I thought every time I started to maybe start worrying that I was going to be annoyed mm -hmm. with something, she rescued it. Mm -hmm. And... Every situation that tends to be drawn out, where you're conflict of yes. like, do I like them or not, or all Will those they or moments, they? yeah, just felt ended on the right beat, and I really appreciated that. Like when they met and she had the moment where she, you know, was totally freaked out, mm -hmm. and then the thought process, I was just like, oh, thank you for not drawing it out and let yes. her get to her conclusion and move on. I felt like there were a lot of opportunities where it could have been more interesting and with a little more depth. Mm -hmm. um, and I also appreciated that it has this, you know, of everything in this moment is preaching about being yourself. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it is a little too much. And I thought that they touched on those without being preachy, without feeling forced. And I think that's also how I felt about it being a story about another culture, it didn't feel like it was about another culture for the sake of having another Correct. culture represented. Yeah. It was just like, it really felt like this is normal life for people. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. And I appreciate that. So, I forgive the really basic conversation between the, especially Dimple. I just thought her, her the words that came out of her mouth were... <laughs> just lacking. Mm -hmm. I thought for someone who's going to go to Stanford, you should have more, <laughs> you know, more to say than this. That, so you're not the only one that thought that though. Rishi thought it too. Remember he was like, he just, he's going to Stanford <laughs> thinking like that. Okay, he did like, think that. I forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> uh, anyway, I loved it. Good. Um, I, I loved everything about it. I thought it was adorable. I thought I completely loved the characters. I do admit that Rishi was a little bit more nuanced and well-formulated. Um, but I actually loved the conflict going on in Dimple's head about who, who she should please and, um, and what things she should pursue. Um, I loved, I loved, I thought there was a little bit of a twist about who won the contest at the end that I didn't really see coming. Um, I, I just loved it. I thought it was sweet and it made me feel good. It made me laugh out loud. I was very invested, um, and I was not expecting that at all. I you didn't sound, think you would either. <laughs> you sound like you're in love. So I'm infatuated. Well, I did. I just thought it was adorable. When, uh, when I was reading this, I thought, oh, man, <laughs> Annie and Hunter are going to hate this. That's really what I thought. No, I was completely... I know you hate it. I don't hate it. <laughs> I was completely charmed by it. Good. So, um, okay, and we will 
maybe put on Instagram story what we should do next. Yes. Okay, thank you guys. Thank, thank you. you. of sin. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. From the Front Porch is brought to you by The Bookshelf, an independent bookstore in Thomasville, Georgia. It's produced by Annie Jones and Chris Jensen and edited by me, Chris Jensen. If you're interested in purchasing any of the books we talked about this episode, including When Dimple Met Rishi, you can do so at bookshelfthomasville.com shop. Big thank you to Forlorn Strangers for the use of our theme music. It's called Bottom of the Barrel, and it's from their album, Forlorn Strangers. Learn more at forlornstrangers.com. If you'd like to support From the Front Porch on Patreon and gain access to exclusive bonus content, including our monthly podcast, Unpopular Opinions, you can check us out on patreon.com slash fromthefrontporch. You can also check out our website at fromthefrontporchpodcast.com for web-only content and a full kind of sort of back catalog of our show with detailed show notes and links to further reading. Working on that. Gonna be in the next couple weeks getting a few done every day. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week.